Again, good morning, and thanks for tuning in to uh, our cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer, and uh, with us today we have Debbie Ashley, and she's the president of a group known as Alpacas of Oklahoma. Debbie, good morning. Good morning. Glad to have you on the program, and uh, you've got a big show coming up here at to Chickasha here in a couple of weeks, and we want to talk about that and all things alpaca on the program today. And we want to thank our sponsors for letting us do that today, and they are Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma. So, uh, Debbie, you've been to, to uh, brought your show to the Grady County Fairgrounds, I know, last year, maybe last couple of years. So it's a, it's a great venue for what, uh, what you guys do. It absolutely is a beautiful venue, and we have been very welcomed by everybody there. So we're great to uh, uh, happy to be back this year again. This will be actually our second time to come to Chickasha. All right, so your first time was last year, and a great reception, and that's what made you come back. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, alpacas of Oklahoma and uh, a lot of groups, a lot of alpaca farms right in this uh, general area around uh, Grady and McLean counties. That's right. We do have quite a few. Um, we are the Oklahoma affiliate of the national organization, which is in Omaha. So um, we're just based locally so that we can be of assistance and education for the ranchers in this area as well as the public so that we can promote alpacas and and um, teach people about alpacas and believe it or not there's still a few that have never heard of alpacas so we're we're there to teach them all about it all right so for those of us that might not know uh, exactly what an alpaca is let's uh, let's give them a description okay alpacas are cousins to the llamas Llamas have been around a long, long time, and people are more familiar with that and sometimes confuse the two and think they are the, the same. But uh, alpacas are smaller, and they are raised for their fiber. They don't uh, pull wagons, and they don't carry heavy loads. So uh, they are raised strictly for their fiber. Bodies are much smaller. Bone structure is smaller. And um, llamas uh, have uh, the ability to carry heavy packs. And um, their fiber is not as fine. Uh, there are some, some very nice llamas, and their fiber is still very useful, but it's generally for things that are more like um, saddle blankets and, and, and things like that, whereas alpaca fiber is used for clothing, sweaters, socks, gloves, hats, um, and anything that you know you would put next to your skin would be from alpaca fiber. So obviously it's it's uh, pretty soft, softer than cotton, you think, or? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, it's it's graded on its micron, and um, alpaca fiber micron can be anywhere from even as fine as 14 up to about, about 30. And when you compare that to the human hair, which is about 150 micron, so that's quite a difference. And uh, so, uh -huh. all right, so how often do you harvest the hair, if that's a good term to use, the, from, from an alpaca? Right. We shear in the spring every year, uh, and that way the animals uh, get their fleece off before it starts to get hot. And by the time their fleece is growing out again, it, it's when fall and winter is coming on, so they have a, a good coat for the wintertime. So about how long does it get? 
Uh, of course, it depends on each animal, but generally uh, about three to six inches on the wakaya. And the wakaya breed is the fluffy uh, teddy bear type animal, uh, alpaca. There are some alpacas that are called Surrey, and we do have a lot of Surrey alpacas in Oklahoma, and those are the ones that have silky dreadlocks, and they're beautiful. Their fiber is a little more silky, but sometimes that can get in, uh, up to 10 inches long. And are they sent to uh, a manufacturer, or how does that, what's the process after they get sheared? Um most of the farmers will either send it to a mini mill and have it made into uh, yarn is the most popular. Uh, some people have alpacas for their own benefit, and they, they have them shorn, and then they use the fiber themselves. If they are a spinner, then they make their own yarn, or they may be in a co-op and they work together with other people who uh, use the fiber and make make products and do it all you know, at their own uh, farm or together as a co-op. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some spinners, I'm assuming, at the show. That'd be an interesting exhibit, right? Well, we had a couple of spinners last year. I don't know if uh, we're going to have any this year. But, yes, that it is interesting to watch because, uh, you know, they have to do certain things to the fiber to get it ready to, to be spun. Um, but I don't know if we're going to have any of those folks back this year. So let's talk about uh, the the actual show, and it's it's kind of like a, a sheep show or a swine show or a, a, you know beef show, something like that, kind of. Well, in a sense, yes, it's, it's a livestock show. So the animals uh, are are brought in um, by each individual farms, and uh, right now we're at about 184 registered. So uh, they are they are judged according to their age, uh, in, in classes of their age, by color, uh, by gender, of course. So um, there's usually um, uh, there's usually about twelve in a class, and they go before the judge, and, and the judge looks them over. He judges them fifty percent on the confirmation, which is the, the body, if it's uh, according to the standards of, of the industry, and then 50% uh, graded on their fiber. And, and in those classes, they are compared one animal to the other, and then they are placed first or sixth place. Um, we have an, another um, event that's called walking fleece, and in that judging, they strictly look at their fiber and then still place them first through sixth place. I see. All right. And so this will be going on over a course of a couple of days, right? Next month? Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, November 12th and 13th, our busiest day is that Saturday. Uh, we'll be starting about 9 o'clock and run probably until about 5, maybe a little bit later. And then we will resume again on Sunday morning about 8 o'clock and just go until we're finished. And since we're having the the double show, then we may be running a little bit later into the day. Generally, we're finished by noon on Sunday, but we'll probably be going to around 3 or 4 as well. So it's going to be two pretty full days. Um, on Saturday as well, we have our performance events, and that's where we have our kids that have been training for about the last uh, three months on showing their animals before a judge, and they'll be showing in an obstacle course, in uh, PR, uh, showmanship, and costume, and as well as uh, having a class on judging, and then they'll actually do uh, 
a judging uh, exhibition so that the judge will grade them on what they've learned. What are the youngest ages we can expect to see? Uh, the kiddos? Yeah. Um, we've got some as young as about six, and then it goes up to about 15 right now, I think. We've got 36 kids that are registered for that. Uh, And I'm sure the kids are excited about uh, learning about their animals and getting them to behave like they're supposed to. And so a great event for the kids to get get involved in. It actually is. And they've been working really hard. Uh, We we started out in the spring, actually, and as summer came along, it was just too hot to practice outside. And then they have been uh, diligently practicing since about the 1st of September. Uh, working with their animals because they're they're graded on how the animal responds to them and then uh, you know how the how well the 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 handler uh, takes care of the animal and and they're judged on that as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have a, a great sponsor for that this year, and so we've been able to expand it a little bit. So Tractor Bob has been very generous and. Um, uh, we've, been, we've been able to do a lot more this year. So we're hoping to build on that every year with his help. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on the Cool Conversation. We're talking about all things alpaca with Debbie Ashley, and she's the president of Alpacas of Oklahoma. Debbie, in the first game, you talked about uh, two different shows that are going to be held uh, during the show next month. So uh, explain the two. Okay. This is our first year to have the second show, and uh, it basically is um, just a show of halter judging, and that's where they the animals are brought before the judge, and, and as I was saying, he judges on confirmation and uh, fleece. Um, and then in our that's that will be our Rose Rock alpaca show. Uh, the original show is the AOK. Uh, alpaca blast off and that show offers a lot more it offers the halter judging uh the walking fleece which is an animal is judged only by their fleece um it's uh we also have full fleece uh, excuse me fleece show and that is after the animal has been shorn uh you do a little preparation to the fleece and send that in for a judge to look at so that's just strictly uh, the fleece itself, and it's not compared to any other animal during that. It gets a score, and then the, the scores are um, tallied and given Ruben's first through sixth place. So uh, that judging will be done um, totally out of the public eye, and once they're finished, they will be up for uh, display, and people can come and see the, the fleeces and the ribbons and all that. So we'll have alpaca producers from across the country coming in. About about how many states you think might be represented? Well, at this point in time, we are actually represented by 18 states. And uh, we have 37 farms registered, but we've got about 15 or so that still have to complete their registration, so that's not in that count. We will be at probably over 50 farms represented in that and um, probably a few more states in there, too. So I'm really excited about the number that we're getting. Now, you had mentioned earlier that uh, you still, you know, the, the show's still not just less than a month away, but you're looking for vendors that would like to maybe have some booth space out there? Sure. We have room for vendors, and we, we do encourage uh, 
people with their crafts that are actually made in Oklahoma. Uh, so if if they're interested, they can go on our alpacasofoklahoma.com, and that is our website. There's a, a tab for vendors under the show tab, and they will be uh, reaching out to Terry Bates, and she will give them information uh, about being a vendor. And, and she's from uh, she's from the Newcastle area. She is, uh huh. All right, so we can uh, go to the website to do that, and uh, and it's free admission for the folks that want to come out and just to watch and see the show and uh, take a look at these beautiful animals. That's right. So what's the to talk about alpacas? What's the temperament of an alpaca as opposed to a llama? Um, well, probably the first thing that people think about is, uh, do they spit? And llamas are more prone to that. Uh, alpacas will spit, but usually it's, uh, amongst themselves and each other. If you get, if, if they're usually going to uh, spit over food or space. Um, but, uh, in, for the most part, alpacas are very, very gentle animals, calm uh, easy to be around, even for little kids, uh, easy to handle. Uh, you know, if you have just a small property and you don't have room for horses or cows, then you usually can um, enjoy having alpacas on that. So they're just very easy to care for, very calm animals, and uh, they're curious. They love little kids, I guess because they're more on that, that eye level with them. But um, I guess... Just mostly, they're very gentle. Can you very calm. can the kids ride them? Are they okay to ride or no? No, you can't ride them, and that's people have seen things like that on TV, and that's it's not a a very good depiction of alpacas. They are not. You cannot ride them. Okay, all right, and uh, I want to talk about some of the products that are going to be available. I know we talked last year about uh, something specific that. Uh, that you might want to use when you do your laundry that are better than anything you could buy at a store? Oh, okay. That's the dryer balls, yes. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty famous and very, very popular. Um, they're made from alpaca fiber that has been felted in a soap and water processing. Um, and the nice thing about them is if you put at least three in your dryer, then you don't have to use dryer sheets or fabric softeners, so you save yourself a lot of money. You don't have chemicals on your clothes. If you want a little bit of scent, you can put some uh, essential oils on the dryer balls and then just replace those as that wears off. But um, it helps your clothes to dry faster without static and without wrinkles. So um, in the long run, you're saving money on the, on none of the additives, plus you're saving electricity. How long, uh, do, how, your, how, how long do they last? They last uh, pretty much forever. Really? Uh, mine have gotten a little bit smaller through the 12 years. 12 years? still intact. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <I'm, laughs> so, yeah, you're going to save a lot of money. The only thing is you want to be sure you keep them away from your pets because they are a natural product, a natural fiber, and although humans can't smell it, animals can smell that that's a that is another animal, and I have people tell me all the time that their dog got their dryer balls, or oh. their cat took their dryer balls. So be sure you keep, I just keep mine in the dryer all the time, and then you just be careful. Uh, watch for your dog or your cat, because they will take them. 
Debbie, we want to thank you for your time today. Again, for information, it's uh, uh, give us the website again. Okay, it's alpacasofoklahoma.com. All righty. And uh, your show is coming up to the Grady County Fairgrounds on Saturday and Sunday, November 12th and 13th. Debbie, thanks for your time. We look forward to seeing you when you come to town and just invite the folks in the region uh, to come on out because there's free admission unless you happen to be showing your alpacas. Right. We look forward to seeing everybody, and thank you for having us. And uh, thanks to our sponsors for our cool conversation for being with us every week, and uh, they are Community Bank of Oklahoma in its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle, as well as Stanley Systems.